This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 166. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. And if you're joining for the first time, I'd like to invite you to jump on my VIP list. And in return, I have some proven training tools to share, including the ebook version of my best selling lead generator, How to Sell Your Home for More, 60 proven real estate scripts for every possible situation, seven proven mindset hacks written by my friend and real estate mindset coach, Jet Xavier, and the special manual I wrote to launch this podcast right back when we started the Top Agents Playbook, which is 17 actions, habits, and strategies used by real estate's best performers. Now, all of these proven ideas are digital downloads, so there's no waiting. Go to topagentsplaybook.com and they're all yours with my compliments and best wishes. Well, today's guest is one of my favorite humans. Super agent Nyra Ewings is a phenomenal success. Last year, she recorded GCI of more than 1.3 million, which came from 94 sales and 140 listings. So let's take a quick look at those numbers for a sec. If you take a day off each week and a few weeks vacation each year, that's one listing every two days. Nairi's no-nonsense approach to jumping in and getting things done consistently wins her amazing results. And if you're familiar with the whatever it takes philosophy, she's living, breathing proof that it works. She's successfully grown her career from receptionist at age 17 to getting into real estate sales, then growing her brand and personal following to hire two assistants and build a pretty amazing team. A big reason why I love hosting guests like Nairi is that she has the power to inspire so many people. And if you're new to real estate, you're about to get a raw and real look at what it takes to thrive in one of the most competitive industries there is. No wonder she's an emerging role model for so many people in real estate. But if you're not new to real estate and not getting the results you want, then can I urge you to listen closely to this episode and take special note of the things that jump out at you. I believe the power of a good podcast is that it will speak to you about the things that are important and help you with the changes you need to make. And hey, if you're killing it, then awesome. In fact, if you're listing more than 100 properties a year, I'd love to feature you as a guest on the show. But I also know many of my listeners are in the early stages of their career and looking for real and tangible ideas they can quickly implement. So here are five rules I've picked up along the way to help you get started. Number one, personal accountability is your best friend. The world is full of people who say they're going to do something, then don't. Sure, they have excuses, but they suffer the frustration of not achieving the results they've set. By the way, you'll find personal accountability at the corner of focus and discipline. If you need some, hire a good coach to help you plan and set your action and task priorities with a deadline. There's nothing like it. Number two, set your priorities the day before and you'll achieve more. In fact, do something for me. After you've finished listening to my call with Nairi, ask yourself this question. 
What is the most important thing I should be doing right now? If you need listings, you should be prospecting. If you have listings but need sales, find your most motivated sellers and go and see them and get the price reduction you need to help them get an offer. Then go on to the next one and so on. Number three, find your why, W-H-Y. My friend and super agent, Garth McCoskey, who runs a $6 million agency, is so big on this. Why are you doing what you're doing? What are your dreams? When the going gets sticky, what's motivating you to help you get through? Number four, write down your goals. Let me tell you, I've tried not writing down goals and I've tried writing them and writing them works. Here's a good example. For years, I dreamed of setting up an online graphics tool for real estate agents. I would come up with great lead generation and business growth ideas, but the graphic designer costs were just too high. Plus, they took too long to do the jobs. Then one day, and it was actually on a train trip, I wrote down the goal and planned it out. The more I wrote down, the closer I came to working out exactly what I needed to happen. I got up close and personal with the objectives and priority action steps along the way. Two years later, we launched Jiggler. Two years after that, we're in more than 130 countries and thousands of agents use Jiggler every day to win listings, make sales and grow their brand. I can honestly tell you that it would never have happened without a written goal. Garth carries his goals around with him in a journal that never leaves his side. He's an amazingly driven guy and understands that we become what we think about. We achieve what we focus on and we build what we feed our subconscious mind. He's built a business and a lifestyle on exactly that philosophy. And finally, number five, surround yourself with the people that can help you on your journey. Look for evidence that they know what they're doing and that they can help you out. I don't know of any great achiever ever who did it alone. These are the mentors and guiding minds that can be there for you. Garth calls them critical people, and yes, they're on his goal planning list. Keep in mind, where we are now is purely the result of past decisions made, and we make decisions every day. Make sure you get some help to make the right ones that align with your personal goals and life trajectory. Okay, I'm delighted to present my second interview with Nairi Ewings. Our first was episode number 28, almost five years ago, and she has well and truly powered on since then. I know you'll get a heap of valuable takeaways from this session, including some very interesting operational ideas on how Nairi runs her business and is continually building momentum. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Nairi, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Yeah, really great. Thanks, Ray. How's, uh, how was your summer in beautiful Queensland? It's still, uh, it's still reasonably warm here, but it's been a, it's been a long, hot summer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How's your, well, yeah, with fires and rain and um, you guys had a huge storm, didn't you, a few weeks ago? 
Yeah, we certainly did. Yeah, we had uh, we had a lot of a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. I remember I when I was I remember when I was living on the on the Sunshine Coast at one point there was a there was a lightning storm and in the news the next day they said in Brisbane there was over Brisbane a hundred thousand lightning strikes or something. So mm. our summer storms were pretty late rolling in, um, especially after drought season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so how's biz? What's going on? How's your market? Uh, I noticed yeah. that you're selling a lot of property and listing a lot of properties. So, yeah, so yeah. we're uh, we're in the best market now that we've seen in the last eighteen months. I would right. say mid eighteen to mid nineteen. There was definitely some changes across Australia, um, but um, you know the last six months has been um, particularly stable. Um, yep. You know, buyers have returned with more confidence to buy properties and. You know, whilst I don't think that's probably been a huge price change, also to speak, down here, uh, but buyers buying quicker, so days on market starting to shorten as well. So, you know, right. it's exciting times. Yep. Um, and, well, buyers have really got no excuses, I guess. The Reserve just pulled pulled uh, uh, interest rates down again yesterday, which will have a flow-on effect to the lenders, I guess, sooner or later. So yeah, the big forecast it on immediately, and um, you know, I, I wondered whether it was um, a knee-jerk reaction, and then and the cut was too soon. I mean, you know, it's got a contrast effect, doesn't it? It's great for people that are borrowing money, but um, you know, when you look at people that uh, had retirement plans of you know sort of living off interest in the bank, you know, when they've got their money there, it's 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 no longer um, you know achievable at all. So yeah, you know, yeah. effect. It's it's positive for some, but it's not positive for everything. I guess so. I guess so. Um, well, we are fortunate in Australia that rates, I mean, they're not at zero, so no, they, can, they can still be reduced, which is yep. good. And like with the, with the, I always say, I mean, look, you know, I've been around for a while without getting into it, but um, with the exception of 2008 uh, around there, we're sort of in a 25-year boom still. I mean, the market's just been going and going and going and going so um mm. look i guess it can't last forever but uh, you've got to get into it yep. make hay yep. while the sun shines tell me a little bit about your numbers if if you don't mind tell me sure, about yeah. the yep. last 12 months listings and sales what sort yeah, of so for the for the calendar year last year i sold 94 properties wow. um so you know um they're, they're not all high end you know a lot of it's um you know affordable mum and dad real estate which is where i've really focused um you know a huge part of my business on yep. um you know so yeah so 94 properties sold um i don't know the actual listing number but i would say that to get to 94 had to have been 140 um across right. that sort of challenging time as well right. it would have been at least 140 so you know there was probably 30 percent of stock that wasn't being sold um, you know, from that mid-18 to mid-19 period. Yep. Uh, you know, it was a funny six months for the first six months of last year coming off the back of, uh, you know, the um, the Royal Commission into Finance. Um, mm -hmm. Stock levels uh, for, for February this year, so 2020, are increasing. Um, you know, uh, so it'll be interesting to sort of see from, um, from a global perspective. And I guess I sort of called it about six months ago. I just sort of said I thought the only thing that would really sort of, you know, unearth the market in 2020 would be global issues, yep. um, you know, Obviously, politics was huge um, six months ago, um, and obviously, you know, the issues between Trump and all the rest of it back then too. Yep. Um, so I thought that it wouldn't be a local problem. It would be sort of something um, much larger than that. So yeah. um, coronavirus, you know, uh, you know, anybody's guess as to how the effect will happen or if it will be a short effect, long effect, mm. uh, or what effect. I did have a buy pull out the other day and say they didn't want to continue with the purchase um, because they needed to access uh, $80,000 of their superannuation. I'm sure you guys call that something different over there, your yep. retirement savings yep. plan. Yep. 
Um, and she said that because there had already been a blip in the market down, she said, you know, that she was nervous to touch her own money. So, yeah. um, so that's probably sort of really the sort of first, you know, sort of, you know, effect from that. Yeah. Well, um, look, who knows where the, who knows where mm. the, the global health issues yeah. are, are going to go. There's a lot of speculation yeah. around that and, and let's just hope it, uh, it, um, it dies. I don't know any other way to say it. Let's, yeah. let's hope it finishes up. And I guess you can say what you like about Trump, but he has been good for business. A lot of people would argue that um, he might have sort of staved off a recession to a certain extent. I mean, I'm not getting political about it, but... Yep. Um, yep. Uh, the, whole, the, whole, the whole world is reliant on the whole world, I guess, as well. And, you know, I guess what he's tried to do is sort of, you know, sort of bring industry back, um, you know, to America and make sure production could happen there too. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just good to see strength to strength everywhere across the world, not, yep. not, not yep. the other, which we went through in 08. So. yeah. Yeah, well, it's um, yeah, that was a, that was a difficult time. So let's hope uh, let's hope sunny days continue. Tell me a little bit about yep. what you've been doing. I'm interested in how you're attracting your sellers for a yep. start, and how you're nurturing. I, I know you're you're uh, you're at fever pitch on social media, which is awesome, and that's and you're leveraging that very very well. Congratulations. Tell me you. um how you how you're prospecting and marketing and uh, database numbers. I don't know where to start, but you know sure. So I guess, you know, my prospecting plan is somewhat ad hoc at times, um, but it's consistent around everything that I do. So it's ad hoc, but it's consistent. So there is a plan. It's just not written down anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm still combining old methods and new methods as well, you know. So, you know, I do sort of get um, good recognition via, um, you know, social media as well and as um, and always front of mind. How many um, opportunities that produces, obviously, you know, I, I don't think there's a particular number on it, so to speak, because sometimes it's just front of mind awareness when, when somebody does need something. Um, so still doing um, old school letterbox dropping and all that sort of jazz as yep. well yep. Uh, and absolutely consistent on everything that happens with that you know so every just listed every just sold it goes out by a thousand I don't just focus on a hundred or 150 now yep. you know yeah I think a thousands I think a thousands the new gold standard so um yeah yeah so well done um and I, I mean yeah well you must be I'm just looking at your numbers 94 sales um, that's a couple of deals you're closing a week. You must you must continually be uh, have have two or three deals on the go at any one time that that are yeah, different stages absolutely. of coming together. Yeah, definitely. That's got to be and your priority. Know, yeah, definitely. My priority's got to be either um, putting them together or getting the new opportunity. You know, it can't always be you know sort of coordinating the um the, the prospecting side of the business or you know sort of you know proofreading all that sort of jazz. It's got to be somebody else's role now. So yep. I run a team of three uh, myself as the um, as the lead presenter. Uh, I've got Lyndall with me Monday to Friday as administration. And Liana, who's um, been with me uh, only for six months now, but she's my sales associate, so she's with me six days a week. And um, you know, I, I guess I don't bang on. Yeah, I don't bang on. Yeah, she does open to me too. So we run a maximum of around twenty-four open homes on a Saturday through my stock. Whoa. Um, so that's eight a piece, and then we're into private appointments, private inspections, and offers as well. So it's, we split those roles over three people. I've got one other person who stands in for open homes as a contractor on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I'm exhausted just listening to that. Um, <laughs> Saturdays are a big day. So, so if you got a V8 to get you from uh, from uh, open to open, um, or you use what we call the agent lane, I guess. 
it's it's certainly very strategic in how things are, are established and set up. You know, our open my open homes are set up eight days in advance. So it's Friday before the Saturday um, yep. uh, a week ahead. Um, yep. You know, so it's very strategic in you know sort of whether I know that there's school sports back on, whether I think there's a, a major event happening in the local area that I need to be mindful of. You know, traffic conditions that are around it as well. Yep. Um, but it's in fifteen minute intervals. Um, you know, so it's lock a house, leave the house, drive to the next one, set it up. Forty five minutes, top of the hour. 30 minutes, 30 okay. minute open homes, increase okay. the opportunity of buyers seeing each yep. other and knowing there's yep. competition. Yep. If they know that they're interested from there, we'll, we'll, we'll um, coordinate second inspection. So, yeah. But they know, they know within yeah. minutes whether they've got genuine interest or not. Well, it's the old story. I think it might have been Aaron who, who mentioned this, Aaron Shiner or somebody did. I think it was Aaron. Um, and he'd say, if you have a two-hour open window, which obviously you don't because you don't have time, but... 90% of your crowd will come in the first 10 minutes or the last 10 minutes. So why not just close that up, um, which is exactly what you're doing. So they, they, yep. don't need to, they don't need to move in for weeks to look at it. So yep. half an hour is probably plenty. Um, so you must be working your opens pretty hard as a prospecting tool as well because you'd be getting, you'd be getting face-to-face with a lot of, they say 30% of buyers are sellers, um, but you'd be getting face-to-face. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it depends on the area, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you'd be fiercely uh, um, taking names and 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 uh, engaging people and getting info. Yeah, so we log everybody through um, uh, an Australian app called HomePass. They receive Pass, a text yep. message there in front of us. Yeah. Uh, so we sort of know it was a genuine and legit number. And because yep. we um, we are a large office and have a large database, there's a there's a really big chance already that they'll either be on there, and it sort of shows me the history of where they've been, whether it was you know four hours ago, four weeks ago, four months ago, four years ago. As yep. long as they're giving us you know genuine phone number, um, yep. you know. The, then we're, we're sort of being able to sort of track it. It's always interesting to see where somebody's, um, yeah, sort of uh, budget, price range or styles have changed um, over those years as well. So, And numbers at your opens are pretty solid? Um, you know, it, um, it can be hit and miss. You know, the first yep. two weeks of property going live have strong numbers for every single property usually. Um, you know, if it's priced right, it'll be received well. Um, but, you know, after that, that curve sort of starts to sort of dwindle down again and um, you've either got to have an offer or have price correction or price adjustment to, um, to get closer to the mark. I mean, all sellers start off slightly advantageous. So. Yeah, and you've got your, yeah, of course, you, well, you're managing expectations, I guess. Um, and then in the following week, you've got your follow-up from the data you collected over the weekend, I guess. Everything's around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, and, and I guess, you know, sort of maybe sort of contrast to some people, but, you know, you get a gut feel and a gut instinct for the people who were there on the day. You've probably sort of taken a couple of notes on um, based on a couple of conversations you had in that 30-minute window. Yep. And, you know, full well if there's somebody that's a neighbour uh, and, you know, full well if it was just, you know, sort of somebody who doesn't want to be contacted based on, you know, their interaction with you as well. So, yep. you know, I don't have to ring 12 people, but if we ring sort of six or seven that, um, that, um, that wanted to communicate or were open to communicating with us, um, some of them just want to be left alone as well. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet. What about um, what about your database marketing? Are you doing when you're not? Nah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think uh, probably when uh, we, we probably we don't need to. Last session about six years ago, I would say yeah. that was probably the biggest room for improvement that I had. Uh, I would say I'm probably still not running really, um, uh, you know, an effective um, yeah, sort of database that's community that's communicating all the time with them. Uh, we're using AI now as well. We've got this thing called Reader that Sarah Bell brought in over here. Okay. Um, but I don't use it. The office does. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't um, 
I don't require it to produce me a lot of um, leads as in terms of database because I've always run such a personalised business. Yep. Um, you know, people have always had great access to me. I'm not just a, um, a character that people can't access. So. Yep, yep. Or with the numbers of listings, I just had my calculator out, you're doing uh, – um, getting on to three every week it's crazy so it's uh there's plenty of two listing presentations today yeah, yeah yeah so what's your strike rate at your listing presentations pretty good well it's interesting right because i mean to me a listing presentation is you know you know i'm not sort of catching up with um you know sort of grandma to have a cup of tea about the selling in 20 years time mm. you know most of the time when people are engaging me they're sort of ready to have a conversation so it means it's going to be sometime that business is going to be coming on at some point probably in the next 12 months so okay. you know sort of so you've got your medium and you've got your hot in there as well so um, you know, honestly, I think some people sort of try to beef their strike rate up to be a lot higher than what it is. Um, I would say there's still people that are still trying to make decisions um, and some people are ready to go. I reckon the strike rate's still only 60 to 65%. Yeah. Like, honestly, out of all yeah. of the appointments I do, yeah. Yeah. not just focusing on the hot appointments and then telling you which ones I convert, I would say it's 65%, 60 But also just the volume alone that you're doing is 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 pretty mm. epic. So, um Sometimes you don't want to be the first agent either. Sometimes you want to be the second agent. Yeah, yeah. Are you setting? A, are you doing anything pre-listing? Are you setting anything up beforehand? Do you um, do you give them? No, just having a ask having over a the quality, phone? quality quality five minute conversation in the lead too. You know, okay. obviously the data that we've got access to now is is quite good, and, and my familiarity with the area as well is is huge. So, yeah. you know, if they give me a street, I can usually tell them somebody else I know in that street, or that I've sold in that street, or yeah. somebody around. The from there or something they would remember recently um you know so just um, that familiarity sort of just you know break down that wall straight away is is, is quite big yep. um, and then obviously just that um that that rapport that you've got to build instantly when you get there too so yeah yeah um so it's you kind of two assistants one one sort of six days which is full time and and you're doing some pretty amazing numbers with with just the three yeah. the three so we just uh, we just uh, went through a new barrier in terms of dollars just to put a dollar amount on all of that for you so 1.3 right. in commission we just okay. we, we, and av- so what's sort of average sale price give or take 500 yep okay crazy congratulations that's awesome tell me um i'll let you go but let, give, let me give you just one last question um and I always love to, to ask this as the last question. I don't know if I asked, asked you this last time, but maybe your answer is the same. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to go back and take a listen. <laughs> Somebody says, Nairi, um, you got it going on. Give me some advice. I'm stuck. I'm in a bit of a rut um, or I'm, I'm new. I'm trying to get going. What would you say? What, are a, what, what would be your advice to somebody new or somebody trying to get out of a bit of a rut? I think I'd ask them if... Um if it's really what they want and what they're prepared to sort of really sacrifice to get it, um, you know, I'm still putting in 70 hours a week. Yeah. 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 How, how, how bad do you want it? How yep. bad do you want it? Do you want it as bad as you need to breathe? Yeah. Yep. You've got to understand somebody's true motivation, not their five minute blip that they're going to give you. Yeah. You've got to understand their, how committed they really are to it and what they're prepared to do to, to sacrifice and discipline to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I really like that. All right, awesome. So, hey, thank you so much. I'll let I'll let you get into your day. Thank you so much for your time. You're a busy lady. I mean, uh, so you're a role model for so many people. So many people ch- checking out what you're doing. So, uh, I'll uh, I'll put a few little contacts out there without without killing you in the rush. So, um, <laughs> I'll let you know when we go live. Have a beautiful day. Good to see you. Thank you. You too. Thank okay. you. See you later. Bye.
It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.